0: Brought to you by Hughouse Productions.
1: Valence is brought to you by ProtonVPN. VPNs are a great way to encrypt and protect your data, and your magic, from being accessed by other parties. That's why here at Hughouse, we use ProtonVPN. Valence is just as much a story about data privacy as our other themes, and we want to make sure you're keeping yourself protected. If you'd like to support Hug House and make Sarah proud, we'd appreciate it if you could use our affiliate link. You can find it at hughouse.productions slash protonvpn, all one word. We'll also share the link in our show notes. Valence is a serialized fiction podcast with discussions and depictions of struggles with mental health. You can check our show notes or the transcripts on valencepod.com for a full list of content warnings and their timestamps. It's important to take care of yourself, especially here in New Candler.
2: Just relax. Just take a sip of this very nice coffee she made you. Just a normal bonding time. With Grace. Just the two of us. Alone. To not do business.
3: <clears throat> Is the coffee... Yep. Very good. Uh, thank you. Good. Good. Your uh plants are nice oh uh thanks. I usually kill every plant I get, but this crispy wafer and is putting up a good fight. the prayer plant is from Seoul uh did you did you do you have any plants
2: no no i uh <laughs> i I shouldn't be in charge of living things um otherwise I get some they're Nice. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Did, um... Okay, Liam, I know we haven't always ever seen eye to eye, Ah, but I think it's important you know where I'm coming from.
2: All right.
3: I've been in New Candler since 97. I did my undergrad back in Toronto, but then I moved here for my MA in politics from the new school. Barely scraped by with their GPA requirements, but, I mean, it was my first time in New Candler, so sue me. It was a pretty different city back then, and I was pretty young and pretty different, too. Wait, she's actually talking about herself? I was hired at the Department of Human and Health Services pretty quick after that. It wasn't really what I wanted, but I figured it would look good on a resume, and I was sick of having to depend on just so many roommates... I worked under someone who was trying to get a Muse-focused team started, but that was even more laughable then than it is now. Good to
2: know we've always been but hilarious. But tried
3: all the way until he retired, and by then he convinced me we needed a department, at least. I kept trying to advocate for one, but I just kept getting shuffled around from position to position, trying to find a foothold on just... something. Each person I worked under just paid so much lip service to their cause without actually doing anything. For years. And not one of them cared about muses. So I decided that I was going to work my way up until I could be in charge of a task force. And we'd take up the fight for muses. And we'd actually get shit done. I always thought that spite is the best motivator (laughs) and I definitely had enough spite to last at least a decade of work (laughs) (sighs) well at least we have that in common but it wound up being two decades now I guess I didn't get to be the head of anything until 2011 and by then I'd already met Luis he'd been brought back as a counselor after we got a bomb threat back in 06 Jesus We hit it off, and as soon as I could, maybe... 2014? 2015? No, 2014. I hired him. I knew he was a muse, and I knew what he could do, but... Honestly, I just wanted him on the team. I knew there was a lot of untapped potential there. I think there still was. Sorry. The the point is that I've spent... I don't know, too damn long watching teams sprout up just to talk a big talk, do nothing, and then fade away. It's all the system knows how to do. Try any more and you wind up like the TEA. You just get enough grease to make the wheel stop squeaking and no more.
2: Unless you can hire a very adept hacker.
3: <laughs> right, of course. Not that they were happy about that hire in the first place. So... <sighs> I'm in the weeds here, Liam. I'm constantly scraping all of my contacts to find us any leads I can. A lot can be done outside a system, but the system also has to change for that to matter. And I'm the only one on the team with that on their shoulders. No, I... I get that. But
2: you see where we're coming from, right, for- For change to happen within the system, doesn't it have to come from outside the system? You had connections in there, but (laughs) no offense here, but the rest of us were the ones who made the
3: change, and the system fired us. Offense kind of taken? It might not seem like a lot when you look at it on paper, but what I did was get you all together in the first place. I did about a decade of research, I- Wait. Wait, did you...
2: did you take... (laughs) did you take notes on me as a
3: baby? I... may have... taken some. (laughs) That's so... weird! How did you even think to find me? That's the thing. My notes weren't really about current events, they were about people. I've got 20 years of notebooks filled with the names of people who might be able to get things done. I had Luisa's name saved for about 10 years, and then he recommended Mahira. I had Sarah's name saved since she broke into one of our systems as a kid. I knew how many people I could hire, and I had done my research on who would get the work done. And then for some reason, you still chose me. If you're trying to bait me into saying something nice about you... Uh,
2: the concept literally it's repulses me. not going
3: me. to happen. Oh. You are a risk. You are a huge risk. I just have a good poker face. I was half sure you were going to mutiny on me at any given moment.
2: Well, I was tempted.
3: I know. I know. But instead, you called me out, and then you trusted me. And that's why I know that my instincts were right, that I was smart to follow up on whatever happened to you after you just disappeared. I'm just as bad at sharing my emotions as you are, but I hope you know that it meant a lot to me when you did that. It wasn't just that it helped my work or even that it made me a better person, it meant a lot to me that you trusted me. And I won't forget that.
2: I'm... I'm glad you listened.
3: So, can you take a turn to trust me?
2: Well, what's one more time?
3: You're right. You're right. I just... i have worked in this field for so long, Liam. And I really do care about it. And I really do know how it works. I'm not going to stop it. Any work on the blog, but I need you to know that my focus will always be on action.
2: And my focus will always be whatever other muses say will help. Your focus will be whatever serves you best at the given moment.
3: Well, at least together we can always agree on our motivation. Spite. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
2: Wait, so how old are you? What the what the heck? fuck? What. What The. the Fuck. fuck? Maybe it's him. Nobody else calls me but Flynn. Flynn's in the other room. It's not him. It could be him. It's probably your horrible father calling to tell you he's going to kill you after all. What. The. Fuck. But you should pick up in case it's not. Pick it up. Don't pick it up. What the fuck? What. The. Fuck. Phenomenal. but ultimately understandable, I suppose. Hang up, hang up, hang save up. up! Save her, save her! I'd ask how you are, but... Well? Noelle? Yes, Liam. Hi. Hello. How? N- Why? Are you drunk? No, strangely enough. Um, no. I'm just... I'm taken aback, Noelle. We haven't exactly spoken outside of... The last time we spoke, in... Sixteen years. I'm well aware. So... so why now? Well, one of us had to after that stirring reunion, right? Phones do work both ways. I didn't have your number. And I'm sure your dear little hacker couldn't have found it. Yeah, absolutely. She... couldn't, actually... Don't tell her that, you useless sap! your sister. Tell her. Your personal number. I asked her to try, but she couldn't find it. She could find your office phone, but that didn't seem wise. What? Why did you ask her to find it? Um, this is a trap, you idiot. It doesn't matter. I didn't actually call to, um, catch up. Oh. I called with an offer. Oh. Here we go again.
0: I even start that I know this is ridiculous, so don't ask me for answers because I don't have them. We know the funds that you, um, acquired during your work with the TEA are running low. We also know from years of monitoring that you aren't exactly cut out for a standard quote-unquote real job, and we
2: also know that, unfortunately, you've proven you're somewhat competent. Oh, this can't really be what's happening, can it? Are they seriously- Are you trying to offer me a job- Noel. Yes, she wants me to offer you a job. <laughs> well, I know, and she knows that. Yeah, but
0: but you also can't really suspect we think you care about the TEA's
2: stances. Excuse me. All of that news rights nonsense. Come on, Liam. We both know you don't have a moral bone in your body. Well, well, this has certainly been nice catching up with you like this. And you're still hurting her. You're always hurting her. <sighs> I I am here, you know, if you ever actually want to catch up. You'd have the opportunity to actually catch up if you worked with me. Worked with you? We'd be on the same team. Save her, save her, save her, save her, um, save her. The offer stands. You have my number now. Call me if you decide to actually do something with your life. There are worse things to do with your life than save the sister you abandoned. Don't be stupid. You know this is ridiculous. You could do it. No, you couldn't. You could do it. You should talk to someone. Oh, I should talk to someone. God, I wish Nico were here. Nope. (laughs) Flynn? Sarah? What's up? Everything okay? Noelle just called me. What? She tried to offer me a job. What? what? Don't trust that. You said no, right? I... well... Liam, this is obviously a trap. Clearly. But is it alright if we just... Can we hold off on discussing this like coworkers and discuss this as, um... As friends? Friends.
4: Okay, but you know we are going to have to talk about this as co-workers at the meeting, right? I know.
2: But I... Right now, right this second, I don't really want to think about it as the enemy calling me with a trap. I don't know if I'm really capable of that just yet. Can we talk about it as my sister calling me?
0: Yeah, Liam, we... we can do that.
2: For sure, for sure. I don't actually know what else to say, I guess.
0: What was your relationship like with her before?
2: Um, it's... It's hard to say, really. I was so young. She was so young. Mm Mm-hmm. But (laughs) she was always kind of funny. A little rebellious. Very inquisitive. Noelle loved learning. We both did, but she was just so smart. As soon as she could read, she'd always have books with her. She started piano lessons just before I got locked up, and she was great, even young. I... I couldn't hear a lot through the door, but I could hear her playing sometimes. For the first few years, she'd knock on the wall between our rooms, and I'd knock back. She'd do it on my birthday, or on Christmas, or if she knew my father was about to come yell at me for something. It's amazing how even here you managed to be a bad influence on her. She didn't keep knocking for very long. But she'll never be like you. So you have to stop trying. She has been cooperative. She's listening to her parents. She cares about her family. All you care about is yourself. You know, you're supposed to be setting the example and she's the one you should learn from. (laughs) Not the
0: other way around. Stop trying to influence her. It won't work. Sounds like you two were pretty close.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yes. We we were, I think. I'd like to think so. Hey, are you okay to keep talking?
4: You zoned out for a minute there. I I don't know if that was like... uh, If that triggered something.
2: It did. But... It's alright, thank you for asking.
4: No problem. Okay, so how did it feel to hear from her again?
2: Strange? I don't know, just conflicting, I guess. Half of me knows who she is now and what she's doing, but half of me is still nine years old, hoping his six-year-old sister is okay. I don't... I don't know if I'll ever forgive myself for leaving her there.
4: You didn't have any time to think when you left, right? Escaping was pretty much a life-or-death decision.
0: Right. Even so, I still... No, I get it. I'd probably feel the same way.
2: But someone like Sarah wouldn't have ended up in that situation in the first place. She would have done something. She would have fought. Shut up. You know that's not how it works.
0: I'm pretty close to my brother and my sister, and... I don't know how I'd be able to forgive myself for something like that, even if logically I could take a step back and see that, yeah, duh, I didn't really have any other choices to make.
4: Yeah. Not gonna lie, I'd feel the same way about having to leave you behind somewhere. I hope you don't worry about me doing that to
2: you, because I'm not ever losing another fucking sibling again. I know, you big gay sap. Hey,
4: can I say something that's gonna come off like a co-worker question, but I promise it's not? Of course. Can you try writing all this out? It doesn't have to be for the blog, but, like, it can be if you want it to be. I just... I know that sometimes writing things out helps people process, right? So...
2: maybe this is a good time for you to try? I can try. Writing it out makes it feel so much more real. I I know it's real, I just... Putting it down in words is hard. Having to look at those words is hard. And having to even think about any of it so I can remember it, so I can write it down, is hard. Yeah, but
4: that's probably why it's important. I don't think it's supposed to be easy.
2: (sighs) Yeah, you're right. I'll I'll try.
0: Maybe it would help to just kind of decompress first? How so? I don't know. Maybe just, like, watch something and hang out. We could start that new documentary you wanted to watch, and Flynn can ruin it by pointing out all of the sound effects that are added in post. Um, that is a
4: feature, not a bug. People would pay to hear my commentary.
2: Right. That sounds nice. I... (sighs) Listen, I know we'll have to talk about this again at the meeting, and I know everyone is going to disagree, and it's going to be a whole thing, but thank you two for letting me just talk about her. It helped more than it probably seemed. Just write. <laughs> just write something. It isn't difficult. <laughs> don't go back there again. It's easier if you just don't think about it. It isn't going to help anyone anyway. It's just going to hurt for no reason. This is stupid. This is a waste of your time. You're being ridiculous. There's wine in the kitchen still. You could just- it's not going to work. Ah! Why did mm. the tattoo just flare up? It doesn't usually do that unless Nico is trying to track me down or- Oh, shit. Just text him. Everything okay? You're allowed to do that. He's probably dead. He's fine. Just see if he responds to the text. It's fine. He's probably fine.
5: <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 hey vamps. <laughs> How's it hanging? Nico, you're bleeding! Yeah, I. you know, sorry about the carpet. <laughs> Do you think that your renter's insurance or. Or whatever covers felon blood, or... I care less about it being on the carpet and more about it not
2: being inside your body!
5: <laughs> don't, wor- don't worry, it's fine. It's not, a, uh, it's not all mine. Oh, that's great. Are you okay? What happened? Uh, a lot, vamps. A lot. <laughs> Do you mind if I, um, take a seat, if that's cool with you? Or maybe I'll just lay down on the floor. Or... Are, are... <laughs> So, uh, we were in Norderstadt to get some clients to pay up. They had us meet in a Holt Hotel. They weren't German, it was just more convenient and harder to track for everyone that way. Routine stuff. But then, in the middle of them making excuses, I heard one of those fucking things turn on a haven. Fuck, how did you get out? Well, shit got bad real fast. They had people just fucking everywhere, like the whole hotel staff was these guys. I don't know how we didn't catch it. We're supposed to be better about this shit, so... So I just took advantage of the chaos and hit around shit and avoided um, most of the line of fire and did what I had to do to get out of there. I tried to, you know, ping you a few times. I guess I he I guess I just got freaked out and then, boof,
2: now I'm here.
5: Nico, before you said you couldn't be any more specific than Hamburg, but now you're just, you're just giving me full details. Oh, yeah, well, we won't have to worry about the mark going kaboom anymore. My dad didn't make it out of there. You mean... Yeah, they super killed him. Like, like really dead. Like, dead, dead. Don't do the sympathy right now. Rest in fucking pieces. He was a piece of shit who ruined everything he looked at. Are you...
2: Are you okay? I, I mean, I mean physically.
5: <laughs> I've had worse. I just need some, you know, you got like, um... Oh, fuck. Uh, Vamps, tell me you've got some medical guys here. Uh, yes, we... Somewhere. Uh, Since Sarah moved in, we've uh, actually... Live like actual people? <laughs>
2: <coughs> <coughs> okay, okay. Let me go get Sarah's first aid kit, and I'll be right back. Tight. tight, 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 tight. Is that...
4: Nico, what's going on? Yeah, uh... Sarah, first aid kit? On it. Is he okay? Is that... Do you have blood? Yes,
0: I... uh, (laughs) Shit. Okay, here's this. If you need sutures or anything, don't try to handle it on your own. We'll have to drag him to a hospital or get Mahira to come over.
2: Right, thank you. Here. You already look a little better. Not looking
5: so bad yourself. No, I... Hush. You know what I mean! Yeah. I I always try to keep some shit in my pockets, just in case. I had some peppermint I'd fucked with earlier. Peppermint? Yeah, vamps! Peppermint! Don't get all condescending about kitchen witches. Those fuckers know what they're doing. Half of my family is just weird old Stregas putting spells in olive oil and shit. Here, can you help me with this? Ugh. Well, it's not
2: as bad as I thought, at least. Yeah, I'm amazing. I know. (laughs) Gross. You want my help or not? Nah. (laughs) Shut up. Are you... Are you sure you're alright? Not physically.
5: Who fucking knows? It's not like I want to inherit his fucking kingdom. Hmm? I mean, I'm next in line. Hey, it's-a me, the godfather over here. Do not be attracted to that idea. What the fuck? Hmm? Yeah, it's not great, and I don't want it. I'm glad someone finally fucking killed him, but, like, kind of wish they'd given me some time to plan out how to bail, because now I've got all his lackeys at my back, plus all his enemies, and just that's just, you know, it really fucking brings down the vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't go catatonic on me, vamps. Just... Uh, processing? <laughs> yeah, well. And hey, fuck it. If I'm already saying actual real words to you, I'm, uh, I'm sorry about last night. Okay? I'm not good at this. I don't really know if I'm built for this most of the time. <sighs> I kinda think. Sarah talked to me about being on the aromantic spectrum, and you know how much I fucking hate putting names to things, but. Anyway, so I'm not good at it, and kinda never thought I'd have to be good at it, and I'm sorry for being shitty to you when I get freaked out about it all. You don't have to be good at it.
2: I can see you trying, and you trying is good already. I'm sorry I'm not better at stopping myself from pushing for more than you want to give. Okay. Um thank you. And um me too. All of that. Most of that. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear that the aromantic spec part doesn't really Yeah, yeah I know.
5: Is it, uh, is it okay if I crash here tonight? All my places are compromised, and honestly, I could, um, just use somewhere nice. Just something nice.
2: Am I the something nice? Of course, Nico. (laughs) Hmm <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, vamps, We had a good run. I won't be back. Oh.
1: Valence is a Hug House production. You can find more at hughouse.productions Valence was created by me, Will Williams. The episode was written, edited, and sound designed by Will Williams. This episode was directed by Katie Yeomans and Ann Baird and performed by, in order of appearance, Josh Rubino as Liam Alden and in Liam's inner voices, Katie Chin as Grace Chen, Alex Welch as Noelle Alden, Caleb Del Rio as Flynn Velasco, Jordan Cobb as Sarah Harris, David S. Deere as Richard Alden, and John Westover as Nico Salvi. Our theme music for Season 2 was written and composed by Travis Reeves, with production by Raul Vega. You can find our full cast list and information on how to support this indie audio drama on valencepod.com. Until next time, protect your magic.